0: Warning, this particular podcast of ours, Before I Forget, may have some themes and subjects that some may find offensive and or triggering. Listener discretion is advised. And thank you for listening to Before I Forget. Hey everybody, it's Tyree here with Before I Forget And today I have a solo show, Just Me uh, You may notice some uh, new changes in the show some, some new different things, the way things are now uh, We made some improvements And I'm here to tell you, I'm so happy that we're able to make these improvements Because the audio from the other show drove me up the wall So, on today's show I'm going to be talking about My time in Hollywood I guess, more or less Not really Hollywood, but you know, working On movie sets And uh, TV show productions Not really TV show productions, commercials Coming up on an anniversary for that anyway So uh, We'll talk about the commercial first so back in 2005 as I was leaving the army I was at Ledward Barracks doing some computer work oh no even way before that I was at in Samara Iraq and I knew that my time um, was almost up there and I was checking emails because you know you got to check emails. People send you shit. Back then, I guess it was somewhat important, but, you know, now I don't know how it goes. Anyway. Checking those emails, looking through everything, and I saw something from the Army that asked you to tell your Army story. So I said, cool, I'll uh, tell my Army story. Uh, and I explained everything about how I joined the Army. You guys know about that. Um, You know, my my entire time in the military, my plans for what I was going to do after the military. And they sent me. uh, You know, I sent back that email with a picture of me standing on top of the spiral minaret in Iraq when I was a saw So I look pretty cool, I think, I guess. Or maybe they thought because a few months later. They sent me back a reply saying, that hey, that that whole thing that we're asking you guys for, that was for a commercial. And we're considering using you guys, uh, you know, it was like a mass text. So it was like me and like 50 other people on this email. And it was saying we're considering using you guys as a commercial for the Army. I'm like, all right, cool. Didn't think nothing of it. So I want to say like five or six months later. Another person contacts me. And this is an individual email. It says hey. Uh, we're thinking about using you. Tyree. Um, for this commercial. And. Uh, keep keep us posted on your life. Tell us what you have going on in life. Um, periodically. So I'm like alright cool. Uh, I know this won't go anywhere. Let's see what happens. So a couple months later. Mm, i think i went back into the reserves or i went into the reserves for the first time so i told them that and immediately i got a call back like hey we're going to use you for this commercial i'm like okay oh that's kind of (laughs) what like yeah we're going to use you for this commercial and it's going to be awesome and all kind of cool shit like this and i'm like what is going on with you guys y'all are wild and uh, I don't think I want to do this. <laughs> Eventually, I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. And they said, OK, you need to meet the, with the director of the uh, commercial. And his name was uh, Michael Bennett. And I think he directed Capote and he won an Oscar. So I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. I'm going to drive him around my neighborhood, and we're going to look at shit. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better uh, way to let him know who I was. So um, we drove around like to different parks, and I guess he was trying to get a feel for me and also uh, get locations to film that felt natural, places that I've been to or were familiar with and, like, later on, I'm like, I did win an Oscar, and he's driving around in my car with me, that's crazy, so, a few weeks later, not even a few weeks later, maybe a, two or three days later, um, yeah, no, it was a few weeks later, he gets back, and, and we're at my aunt's house, and they have her living room set up, it's our house, like, me, my mom, my dad, my wife was there, um, but, I guess she didn't like the whole idea of being on TV so much. So she kind of backed out of the whole commercial. Um, She did shoot some scenes. So if you see anything on the internet, um, I believe you will be able to see or spot her in some of the commercials. So that's kind of cool. Anyway, we're sitting there. I'm wearing a ton of makeup. I'm in my army uniform. My mom and my dad are there. Um, it was pretty cool, man. I got to like have that on tape forever and I can always show Anthony that tape because he's in it too. We're actually carrying him, um, in a barbecue scene during the commercial. Uh, it's also one of the last time, not last times, but, um, a, a cool way that I can always share or save my grandma and great-grandma because they're in the commercial also. Like, my entire family, I tried to get them to the commercial. And, you know, whoever came out made some money, man. i tell you what. I personally, well, I, I'll tell you later. My son got, I don't know how much money. Uh, I mean, a lot of money. And uh he's actually waiting until he's... Eighteen to collect a a huge chunk of it because Coogan Laws, which is great. It saves me from, you know, ruining his cash. (laughs) I think my mom and dad got, I don't know how many thousands, a few dozen thousand dollars each for the commercial. Um, Everyone who showed up to do the barbecue, they got a check or two. And... I think in the end I got drill pay for that entire thing. So I got like 280 bucks and, and everyone else from the family got thousands. So that was kind of wild anyway. Fast forward to editing and all this kind of crap. Um, Oh, there's another part of the commercial. That's kind of funny. If anyone that worked on that commercial, hears this, you will laugh because it's a 100% true. Um, like I'm okay at baseball i can I can hit balls and run and and catch and all that kind of junk, but once you start getting into the really fast pitches i'm i'm out i can't hit I can't hit water if I leaped off the freaking titanic and uh <laughs> I don't know how many takes we took of me just swinging and swinging and swinging and not hitting anything eventually we just had to like. Fake hits and like stare off into the sun (laughs) because I couldn't hit a damn thing. It was pretty funny. Um, damn, that was uh, hilarious stuff. Uh, I was so sore. Uh, when my dad patted me on the back in the commercial when we turned and walk away from the camera, I could barely move because the day before I took like maybe literally five hundred swings. And my body was completely broken. And that is the truth. If my dad can hear this, he would laugh his ass off. Cause I mean, he was hitting him, but I just couldn't cause I was trash. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, as you can hear, uh, I have a new microphone. Well, it's not new. It's used best way to do it, man. Uh, Offer up um, the Rodecaster Pro, also used, and you know, things are sounding better now. So, we'll be we're we're able, we're able blah, to do a lot more things on the show um, and improve in every aspect, I think. And by the time we have uh, our big people on the show, like, not big, just say that the people who were on before weren't big, but. You know, by the time we have our show bigger, it'll sound even better. Awesome. So, and <clears throat> I want to say, yeah, 2019, I got an email from a friend of mine who was also a blue spader. And he says, hey, um, I'm going to try out for this movie. You should try out for it, too. So I'm like, screw it. I'm not doing anything right now. I'll uh, go ahead and do it. And there's a whole story behind why I wasn't particularly doing anything behind that right now. That uh, I'll get into it at a different time. It's just, <laughs> it's a fucking headache. Anyway. Um, we start heading over to Burbank for the auditions. And I meet up with him and... There's like two or three other... Or two other Blue Spaders that are there. And there's pictures of us all on the internet. Not uh, internet, but Facebook laughing and joking. Because we haven't seen each other in forever. Since 2015. I'm sorry, 2005. Um, initially, I had got rejected for the part. Which was just background. And I'm like, I kind of fucked up. But whatever. But <clears throat> maybe a few days after it started shooting, I got a call from one of the, uh, people who, uh, contact folks. What is it called? Uh, casting. Like, Hey, if you're still interested, um, you can meet us here and we'll take you to the set. And you know, you can be a back uh, extra for this, uh, movie that we're shooting. I think the, uh, Secret code name for the movie at the time was Merry Go Round. I'm like, all right, that's fucking weird. I don't care, whatever. I'm going. It's it's a movie. I can be in a movie. I can always say I was a part of something that big, you know. The commercial was huge. That commercial was actually shown during the Super Bowl, by the way, uh, which is very cool. But um, I can be in a movie, and you know that's cool also. So my cousin drives me out to Ontario and I'm packed up for two weeks and we take this long bus ride out in the middle of nowhere near uh, Palm Springs but not quite and we're staying in a fairly nice hotel Um, everything's complimentary and wake up is at zero three thirty in the morning or zero four or something like that for first call. And I'm like, God damn, but whatever it's, it's going to be a fun experience. It was right around my birthday and my wife sent me like flowers and balloons, which is very nice of her. Um, got those when I got back to from set one day. So first day we get there and it's hectic. People are running around like, Everyone's getting in the wardrobe, and everyone's going through makeup and getting haircuts. And I had to shave. I had a mustache during this thing. I have a mustache now, kind of weird looking. Still laughs, um, but you know, I had was never. I never experienced anything like this. It was it was like super sharp. People are here, here. You do this, you do that. It's almost like the army, but like more organized. And. You know, everyone's serious, but the background folks are joking around because, you know, we're not going to really do anything. We didn't see anyone important or, you know, any actors or anything like that from the movie yet. But, um, you know, we're just waiting. So after that, we head over and have a good breakfast and sit around and talk and bullshit, and they would grab people from groups. So the first group was... The red group. uh, Which meant. That you wore a uniform with a red patch. On your shoulder. Nothing major. The other group was blue. That was me. I was in the blue group. So blue patch. And I wore a blue bandana around my face. So if you ever see a blue bandana in that movie. Around anyone's face. That's me. Or. You know I'll explain some other stuff later. So head over to the set and they sent a bunch of us back to the trailer so we're hanging out and for a few days like I didn't do anything like I just sat on my ass and just ate <laughs> and hung out and really didn't do much um, I guess they were shooting some stuff that required other people and we just weren't used so I sat on my ass and clicked to a check. Eventually, I was like annoyed with sitting on my ass and just making a check. So I started to talk to casting. I'm like, hey, is there anything we can do or I can do? Because I'm just sitting here doing nothing. And she's like, have you ever done uh, digital acting? I'm like, nope. She's, I'm like, please explain. So she's like, what we're going to do is we can digitally put you in the scenes. We need people, so if you want, we can use you. I'm like, well, fuck yeah, go for it. So I go into this big, crazy-looking tent with these big, crazy machines. You stand on top of this platform, and these machines start whirling around you digitally taking pictures and all kind of stuff. It's very cool. And you make all kind of movements and facial uh, shit, expressions, and you punch in, and you're kicking, and doing all kind of weird stuff on this platform for like maybe ten minutes, and then that's it. I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna go and have you over here in this area, and we're gonna film you walking. And I'm like, okay, and then film me running, and then low crawling, jumping, and all kind of stuff, uh, dying, mm-hmm. um, all kind of weird shit. So I'm like, all right, cool, we do that. And eventually towards the end of the movie filming, like I wanna say like the last two weeks or maybe I was there for three weeks. I don't know, I forget. But they use everyone for this huge fight scene in the end. Oh, the movie's tenant, by the way. I don't know if I even said that. No, I didn't. Yeah, it's tenant, tenant. <clears throat> so we are all there, uh Shooting and running. I saw all the actors for the movie. Um, uh, John Henry Washington's in it. He is a pretty good actor. A lot shorter than you would think. I think he played in the NFL and everything. And then um, uh, the guy from Twilight. I forget. He's a Batman right now. I saw him. He's uh, a little bit shorter than me. Really serious dude, though. Like, he would, after scenes, like, pace around and, like, face a wall. Like, make kind of weird noises. And, like, honestly, he's, like, into that method-type shit. That's pretty dope, I guess. I'm laughing. I'm just fucking hanging out because I don't have anything important to do. I'm just, you know, there. Like, soaking in everything. There's, like, pyrotechnics going off and these buildings are exploding and bending over and then... They reset everything, so the building, it lifts itself back up. I'm like, holy shit, look at Hollywood. Fucking crazy. We're shooting in the middle of this uh, old iron uh, mine. I believe it's iron or ore, one of the two. It's got to be iron. And there's these little balls of iron everywhere. So every now and then you trip on it. Some motherfuckers were eating shit left and right, these things were bashing him in the face. I kind of felt bad for laughing at him, but you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So uh, eventually, you know, the shooting is over. Um very interesting days, like early, early days, late afternoon evenings. We had to drive an hour and a half. Every morning to set. And an hour and a half back to the hotels. Um, people are renting cars. And just leaving. Doing their own thing. And I'm like man I can't risk. Missing wake up calls. And the bus back to set. So I'm not going anywhere. Um, that was really it. So if you ever see that movie. A lot of the digital people. Are me. And they set up a scene to explain like uh, I was carrying myself in a litter after I had shot myself. So, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Um, so there. So I think that's all of the Hollywood movie stories. Didn't, I, I, I it's, I don't know about the movie, I had fucking big ball of weirdness, man. A whole bunch of crazy wild shit going on. But Hey, it's an experience, man. It was a lot of fun. If you ever get a chance to do that kind of stuff, do it, man. And it's weird now during the pandemic because it had a weird release and it wasn't as big as people, uh, the director wanted it to be. I met him, by the way, huge dude, very fucking imposing, but like approachable. I don't know. He could have been a dick to everybody else, but, you know, not say he was cool to me, but I didn't have any issues with him. But anyway, um, if you ever get a chance to do any of that kind of shit, like, take it, man. It's easy money, unless you're in the Army, and then, you know, it's just some gas money and taco cash. (laughs) Or uh, you can always, you know, show that to your kids later or whatever, you know. You can fucking burn it for all I care. You still got that opportunity and that experience that you can't really, uh, it's like, uh, it's pretty cool, man. Very cool experience. So, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and end this show. Hopefully the audio sounds good. I'm going to check it out. Make sure it sounds good. Clean it further. And put it up to you guys. It's uh, 9.48 in the a.m. here in in California. So let's see how fast I can get this up. Thank you for listening. Please like, listen, and subscribe. Share it, please. And we're going to have a sniper on this week or on Monday saying so, we're going to be talking to him tomorrow. Um, go 49ers. Uh, if you're in the Inglewood area, you might see me at the game because my wife is pretty cool and went crazy and purchased us some tickets. So we're going to be there. Um, super pumped about that. But anyway, go Niner like listen, subscribe, share, and we'll see you guys on Monday.